Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 209 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. So how's it going? I hope wherever you are and whatever you do, you're doing, you're being the best that you can be. That's what's important, right? Being our version of the best. Not comparing to anyone else, just knowing that whatever I'm doing, I'm going to be the best that I can be. And if I compare myself, it's only to who I was yesterday. Now, sometimes my best is really, really good. And sometimes it's just okay because maybe I'm trying something new or maybe I'm not feeling well. I've talked about lately I've been getting my life coach certification through the life coach school. And man, love it. Now, right out of the gate, Brooke Castillo said you have to be willing to suck at it at first because it's new. And more than likely, you aren't going to be great from the get-go because it's a skill that needs to be developed to do it well. So we have class every Monday, and usually people volunteer to practice coaching in front of everybody um, and so that the teacher can give you feedback and help you get better and help everyone. It, it is always nice to see what other people do and get ideas. So this last week, I volunteered, and let me tell you, <laughs> I sucked so bad, and I'm not being humble or looking for someone to say, no, you didn't. I honestly didn't do well, and it was embarrassing, and I had this urge to have a glass of wine to numb those thoughts of everyone had to be thinking of how awful a coach I'm going to be, and they thought I didn't prepare. I mean, I had all kinds of awful thoughts coming up, and they just kept going on and on, but I've been working on resisting urges to do things that hinder my growth or just numbing the way I feel, so while having a glass of wine isn't bad, for me, the reason I'm having the wine is important, and I was just simply trying to numb my thoughts. That's why I was wanting a glass of wine. So I just sat with that urge for a minute, and it passed. And instead of feeling sorry for myself over a glass of wine, I actually remembered Brooke saying, be willing to suck at first. And I congratulated myself for volunteering to go first for coaching on a new topic. We hadn't done it before, so of course I'm going to suck. I'm resisting the urge to have that glass of wine immediately to numb my embarrassment made things so much better because I was actually able to coach myself and I was able to feel the feelings that I felt and think about what I learned. So I thought it was a good thing. And honestly, I don't remember if I ended up having a glass of wine later or not, but the important thing is I resisted that initial urge. And the same thing happened at a party that we had at our house recently. I talked about this, but we've almost gotten to the point to where it's just automatic that party equals drinking alcohol and eating sugary foods, right? <laughs> so people were showing up and I thought, oh, I better grab a glass of wine, completely just out of habit because it's a party. And then I thought, you know what? Let me just talk to everyone for now. I don't need a glass of wine just because it's a party. So it's another time I resisted that initial urge. And if you listen to my episode 206, you'll hear me talk about some of the conversations I came upon at that party. And <laughs> they were difficult topics and how I handled it. Had I been drinking, it could have been an entirely different reaction. The more you resist an urge, the easier it gets. I mean, the urges we have are proven to have a life cycle, like most things. I mean, they'll peak, and then they drop off fairly quickly. So if you allow it for a minute without having to answer it, likelihood is that urge is going to go away. 
I mean, think about it. You resist urges all the time. Marketers are brilliant at getting you to have the urge to do something. How many times have you realized you were hungry when you saw an advertisement for a pizza? Are you really hungry or is your brain just giving you an urge because of an ad? Why do you think they put those M&Ms at the cash register? Impulse urge to grab one. I bet you resist that urge regularly. I know I do. Or the best one is Aunt Annie's pretzels in the mall. I mean, they pump that smell. I know they have to pump that smell throughout the whole place. How many times have you resisted that urge? And I'm going to give you credit, even if the reason you resisted it was because the line was so long. Because <laughs> we know it always is. So we aren't going to get rid of urges. It's not possible. They're everywhere. You're going to still see that ad. You're going to see the chocolate. You're going to smell that pretzel. We have to learn to allow them. Don't feel the need to answer every single urge you have. The more you recognize the urge and then allow it without answering it, the easier it gets to keep doing that. My challenge to you this week is think about some of the urges you have that you constantly answer. Can you resist one a day? I mean, maybe the urge to grab that Reese's peanut butter cup at the register when you're paying for your paper towels. Resist that urge. Or the urge to grab a glass of wine just because it's a habit. Resist that urge. Remember, what you practice, you become. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.